Hello, this is Aphrodite. And I'm Jesse Lang. And you're listening to Ethical Sex Talk. Oh, yes. And we're going to be talking about the LGBTQ community. Oh, boy. That is um, definitely a big topic that we wanted to hit on for this podcast. Yes, because we are both essentially a part of that community. Yes, we are. And there are a lot of stigmas and a lot of major developments in the rights for... Yeah, they have made some triumphant right changes for the LGBT community. There's been so many rights that have been put into place for us, such as, you know, the same-sex marriage now and the discrimination even in jobs, hate crimes prevention and the right to fair housing, and so on and so forth. So there's been a lot of progress when it comes to the LGBT community. That's a great thing because I've always believed that everybody should have the same rights as everyone else. Absolutely. A lot of people seem to think that we're bad people. I don't understand where that comes from. It's not maybe necessarily that we're bad people. It's just that they believe in a different way of living, I guess. And some of them are impartial to it. There is one big topic of coming out. One of the hardest things, I think, as a person I identify as being queer, coming out. For me, it wasn't as difficult, I think, for most people. I was um, very supported in my coming out process. But at the time, it was still not where we are now. So my mom was concerned about getting bullied in school and that sort of thing. Right. I knew at the time I was 10 um, that I was at least bisexual. I think I'm more pansexual now that I kind of think about my views and on things. I think I'm more pansexual as an adult. I've, I've kind of learned a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I was about the same age. I was 10 as well. And it's incredible because um, my daughter is actually 10 years old and she came out to me as lesbian, which was such a, I was so proud of her because that is such a difficult thing to understand at that age. And she did. I asked her questions to make sure that she really knew what she was talking about. And she definitely knows who she is. And she was like, mom, go buy me a gay pride flag. And she's been so excited about it. And I went and did that for her. So she's really figured out that line of herself. And it's great. That's amazing. And I remember when we were talking off air about that situation, I remember you you coming to me and being like, I'm so happy, like, I'm so, I'm so happy, and you were, you were just ecstatic, and I was, I was so too. proud of her, you know, and the, the other reason that I was so proud of her was because her father has a different viewpoint, and is a little more difficult to come to, and come out to, and she did it anyway, mm. He has a very religious view, and he does not agree with that lifestyle, and she still was like, hey, mom, can you come with me so I can come out to dad? And I was like, absolutely. And so we did, and he handled it really well, to be completely honest. That's awesome. And he told her that he would always love her no matter what, so, I mean, that's all that matters, right? In the end, yes. That's all that matters, and, you know, 
there are a lot of beautiful people. It doesn't matter who you love. You know, love is love, and it has no, uh, there is no limitation limitation to it. And um, I just, I, I'm so proud of the people who have the courage to speak up. I mean, I, you know, the people closest to me know. Yeah. But, you know, there are some people that will listen to this podcast probably and be like, I never knew that. Right. But I'm okay with that. You know now. Yeah, because you are who you are and you got to be proud of who you are. And I'm I'm so relieved that I'm able to sit here and talk about this openly. It's an amazing feeling to know who you are and be able to talk about it. And hopefully it'll help someone else. And that's what we're here for. Yeah, because, you know, coming out can be such a difficult thing and you are going to get negative responses. And it's going to be one of those situations where you have to be careful because there's so much discrimination still against us. And although there's been tremendous changes in that, is definitely become better, but at the same time, people are still not happy about it. There's a certain number of people that are just not happy about it. Right, and I worry, too, because of the music industry and the, the, the reputation that I already have. Is it going to be damaged by me saying this or or coming out and and stating who I am I don't really know and you never will until it just happens and you find out well I guess we're uh you can never really know what someone's reaction is going to be but don't assume that you know what that reaction is going to be because I'll be completely honest when my daughter came out to her dad I really expected him to not handle it as well as he did. And I was really proud of him for the way he handled it. Right. And we never expect things to go a certain way, but we're surprised when they go the way we had hoped. You know? I mean, there was a whole situation with your mom and coming out to your mom, right? Yeah, that was interesting. But what's funny is she already kind of knew. Yep. You know, I guess it's that mom sense. Yeah. Most people that I've that I've told about it recently are like, I already knew that. I don't know how how you're you're thinking that this is some big secret. I already knew. <laughs> you know. But great, they already knew and that makes me feel better. Right. You know? So I'm not I'm not ashamed at all and uh I'm ready to explore um the ethical sex world yep, and be myself. And there are a lot of things that I have to consider. And I'm sure that it's pretty much the same in any relationship with, you know, safety and things. Right. And safety is the biggest concern that a lot of people have, especially in bisexual or gay or lesbian relationships. You never right. know. And you can just use protection. There's always that. And there's, even in the world of straight people, you have to use protection. I mean, prevention against STDs and pregnancies, unwanted pregnancies. Yeah. And that's that's the biggest thing is some people don't think. 
Yep, and there's birth control and all sorts of different preventatives that you should consider when you know you're being in the ethical slut world. Yeah, it's all a part of just uh, being aware and being uh, open to um, doing research and finding the right thing that works for you. Right. Do you want to hit on some of the specific topics of like the lesbians that are out there? Yeah, we can we can uh, we can go into that. I I was gonna let you take that one. Okay. Well, you know, obviously, there's a lot of different lifestyles. Um, what would you call it? Um, I guess there's a lot of different alternative lifestyles. I don't know that it's a lifestyle because it's not a choice; it's a part of who you are. So I'm I'm not sure what the right word would be, but orientations. Anyway, yeah, orientations. Right there, we go. Um. <laughs> So anyway, lesbians. <coughs> lesbians are obviously females that are strictly into females. Um, the the cool thing about it is, is there's you know different types of lesbians. There's the lipstick lesbian and and the stud and all those different you know ways of right lesbians and kind of their choices of who they are and that sort of thing. Right. Some of them are rather manly. Yes. You know and. I often wonder, um, because I have a lot of friends who who are lesbians, and I often wonder um, at times who wears the pants. Yeah, know? yeah, or uh, who's the top and who's the bottom. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm always curious because my mind just goes there. But. Right. Um, so, you know... There's a lot of different things that go into being a lesbian, obviously. There's, you know, different choices. There's different options. For me, like, I am the type of person that wants to be involved with a more feminine female. Right. I kind of like that feminine part of it. That's kind of part of why I do love women, is I love that feminine energy, yeah, I, you know, that's, that's attractive to me too. You know, I've, I've always kind of just fed off of that kind of energy. Yeah, just like Miss Gina is a, a lesbian herself. Yes, yes, she is. Yes. Um, so, and then we're going to go into gay. So being gay can be considered a lot of different things, but right now we're going to consider it, you know, men were strictly attracted and sexually involved with men. Right. And that's a topic that kind of I've I've always wondered how the experience would be and it's a shame that I've basically had to wait till my adult life to kind of experience that. I, I wish I would have done that sooner. Right. And it was really rewarding. You know, my first experience was when I was sixteen. Oh, wow. With the uh, same sex, yeah. What was it like for you? Well, the girlfriend that I got involved with was um, quite the interesting person, and let's just be honest. She was beautiful, but she had her own set of issues, and and I had my own set of issues, and it, and it just kind of, we clashed a little bit. But, I mean, as, you know, my first experience, I mean, it was wonderful being able to actually live into that lifestyle. It was very lovely because I got to be who I am. Right. And show that part of me. Right. And 
you kind of go into this different stage of euphoria. Yeah. For me, it was like, I feel like I, if I remember correctly, outside of just, you know, going to the restroom next to someone or something, I had never seen a man's penis in real life. And the first time that I had that experience and I was able to be right there, I was just like, wow. Really? Yeah, it was one of those things where I was just like, this is absolutely incredible. Yeah. And I was just like, I I know for sure at this precise moment who I am and this is perfectly okay. And that was a, that was a big thing for me because it was like a different level of, um, of awareness of, yeah. of myself, you know. Well, then here's another category that we kind of both are in is the bisexual. Now, I can say that there's a lot of controversy on this and you can hear a lot of... Um, women talk about it that are lesbians and how bisexuals are, they need to pick a side, you know? Right. So, um, there's the, there's a lot of controversy in that. And like lesbians don't want to be with bisexuals because of this, that, and the other. And, and they can't choose who they want to be with or that they want to be with both. And it's just complicated. And, and, you know, it's kind of ridiculous because you're you're already discriminated against. Why can't we all just be one big happy community? Right. And you know, that's that's the great thing about the ethical slut world. Right. Is that you can have uh like for me, my main partner, of course, is a woman. I love her very much. I'm very, very attracted to her, and I always will be. But there's the other part of me that really desires that male interaction. Yeah, I totally understand that. There's, you know, I have my partner, my primary partner, who is the love of my life, and I would never, ever want to live my life without him. But um, there's a different part of me that is into women and who desire a desire to have that experience as well. And I really love having that experience with him as well. Right. And we were talking today off air about about my partner and how we were talking about this world last night. And she was like. I might be willing to experience it if you were there watching, <laughs> which I... That's an option. I mean, is that common? Um, Yes and no. There's a lot of people who are not comfortable with uh, the other partner watching, and it can be difficult to find someone that is willing to do that, but you never know. Well, you just have to know how to search, and that's one thing I've not learned yet. Me either. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite a difficult journey when you, um, talk about finding partners that are interested in the same lifestyle. And that's why we do this. We're making awareness. You do not have to be in a monogamous relationship. No, it's, it's, you don't want to be, 
it's definitely not uh, the only option, and that is definitely the nature of this um, podcast. And uh, I think as we go on, there will be a lot more information that we'll find and be able to share on the this topic and others. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's... My thing is, how how do you... Um, is there any way to enlighten people that may not be particularly interested in the lifestyle, but maybe after having a conversation with them, they open their mind a little bit more? Right. You know, and that's what I'm hoping for in my case. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that we can actually have those experiences together. And, Which is important. You know, I I kind of feel bad that she's giving me the freedom to do basically anything as long as she knows about it. And I want to be able to give her that same freedom. But she's satisfied with me. And I'm all that she wants. And that's fine. And that's, that's perfectly fine. But I, I would like to experience this world together, too. Yeah. Because I think it's a way of uh, opening yourself up and finding out more about yourself. Because being free in any situation is a great thing. Mm-hmm. So what about transsexuals? They are wonderful. They really are. Uh, I know several. Um and I wouldn't trade them for the world. And everybody, it's about what's in the heart. You know, they're good people. They really are. But I feel like they they get a lot of they get a lot more heat even than bisexuals. Oh yeah, or, or gay. Uh, There's so many things that transsexuals actually have to go through. And it's incredibly sad because the suicide rate for transsexuals are are really high because they... They feel alone. They feel alone and they feel like they don't get to be who they want because other people don't accept them. I actually experienced um, losing a friend that... that uh, or, well, we weren't close, but I knew her right. from the radio station and things that I was doing and... Uh, she was very sweet, very nice person. And I guess she felt really alone. And, um, I was really sad to hear that that happened. And I, I just, Devastating. I just don't understand why they have to be in that life. Exactly. The, of hate and, and cruelty and being left out and all those sorts of things. Yeah. We're, we're all people should be equal equal and included it's all about inclusion folks yep well and then there's pansexuals so pansexuals are people who love whoever the fuck they love me i I would be considered in kind of that category as well i just i call myself as queer and it's just a wide variety of Right. I I don't care. If you've got a good heart and we vibe, 
we might fuck, you know. Right? That's 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 how I feel about it. Like I don't care. If if you've got a good heart and we vibe and we want to get down, mm-hmm. let's go mm-hmm. for it, mm-hmm. you know. So I I don't have really any um boundary as far as who I will sleep with. Yeah. If I have the opportunity. So, you know, um I actually briefly dated a a woman who is pansexual and she was afraid to tell me. Which is sad. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it it's really sad because she was a nice person and you know I guess there were just some some um some reasons why things didn't work as well at that time but I I really enjoyed her company and and conversation and uh I don't know it's it's really sad how society looks at at uh each individual yeah it's 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 really sad there's also people who are asexual um that means that they have no sexual interest in sex what yeah that's that's one I'll never be able to understand. I'm uh, sorry. I I'm I'm right there with you. I think, but that doesn't make them any less of a person. Oh no no no, not at all. I'm just saying, like, it's hard to imagine. Could you imagine a life without sex? No, me either. Um, but the thing that's really cool about it is, even though people are asexual, they also still have partners who are sexual. Or partnered together and one is asexual and one is allowed to go off and experience the lifestyle of the ethical slut. Right. And it's again, it's that C word. Communication. You have to use it all the Mm -hmm. time. No matter what it is, communicate, 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 communicate and communicate. Yep. Um, I could, I've, I've met someone who I believed for the longest time was asexual and then, um, he ended up, uh, fathering a child and he's like, I'm not asexual. And he, he, he was, he was just interesting eccentric yeah and you you couldn't really tell I love eccentric people yeah it's really interesting because i've i think um people who are asexual um are very eccentric sometimes because they they like weird things and they replace sex with a bunch of weird things not necessarily true but yeah well in my experience with with friends that are people that I've met over the years. Yeah. But everybody is equal in my eyes, no matter what. Right. And that is the main um, thing to remember is we've got to spread the word that the LGBT community is equal rights as everyone else. Exactly. And we should not shun them for being who they are because they're just people too. We are just people. We are just people. 
and we are open mm-hmm. and honest, and that's that's all that matters at the end of the day. All right. Well, we're going to close it up here, and I'm Aphrodite. I'm Jesse Lang. And our email is ethicalsextalk at gmail.com if you would like to tell us whether you love the show, whether you hate the show, whether you have any topic ideas, whether you want to be interviewed. We want to hear from you no matter what it is, positive or negative. We will take it because without our listeners, we would not be here. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. (laughs) 